Welcome, welcome back to the Hooligan's Pitch. As always, it's boys Chad. What's up, Chad? What's up, Chad? We out here. We uh, we missed a week, but we back. Yeah, we back. We've been <laughs> quite busy. You've got to give us a little yeah. uh, a little benefit of the doubt. We've had some busy schedules, but um, now I think we're settling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I ain't going anywhere for a while. Um, yeah, it's good to see. It was good to see you in person. Um, uh, yeah, it's fun times. I can't believe that was like only five days ago. Feels like <laughs> <laughs> feels like a, a, a lot longer than that. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we were just moving. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to watch the games together, but I know. you came into town right as I was about to leave town. So <laughs> y'all knew, y'all knew I was coming. You're like, peace. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well. Hmm. Um, Anything to say about last week's games? Um, or... Let me do a quick little flash. Uh, also, I just want to note I am hydrating tonight. I had a mm. lot. I had a lot so this weekend. I... Yeah, we're going water tonight. <laughs> Smart move. Um, I didn't even have a beer with dinner. Kristen, I was like, I drank too much this weekend. <laughs> too much. Too much. It's good. You know, it's, it's good to have limits. So <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Looking at last week, just really quick eyeball and everything. Nothing too crazy. I think everything was actually pretty straightforward. The Brighton Man U game, I think that was like the maybe like the the thing that popped things off for Man U, yeah. uh, considering all the drama that is going on with that team, and then especially in their last uh, Champions League match, I think that was one that um, you know will kind of roll into these next couple weeks to see what happens. Luckily, there are a lot of really, really bad teams right now that are taking the spotlight away from them. Um, Should we just knock out the one? Or should we keep going on Man U here? (laughs) Um, I mean... Like we got to move on from Man U. They they got the win this week, so yeah, they moved on. But it was a impressive goal against, um, you know, maybe on paper a team a team they should have always beat. But again, they only won one nil, and it's it wasn't easy. No, which is (laughs) shocking. I guess may I I consider that shocking considering how bad the bottom of the table has been um, for Man U to get an amazing goal. By the way. Oh, yeah. Incredible pass by a senior citizen to a, a lightning <laughs> a lightning quick volley by Bruno. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, but let's yeah, good job, man. You you beat Burnley. Pat um, yeah. yourselves on the back and let's let's move on. <laughs> um, okay, Chad, it's it's time, it's time we rip him again. Ah, oh, good. What I is like to start with this? <laughs> if you had a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I think you could construct a squad better than Chelsea has at this point. Yeah, I just I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, well, they take these good good to average players that they had, mm-hmm. they sell them, and then they buy a worse player for more money. That seems to be this trend, and they're like yeah. eight years, just eight years. They they see you know this guy's young, he knows how to kick a ball. Sign them up, you know. <laughs> That's not, that, that seems like what their only uh, requirements are. It's like young and kick the ball is willing to sign for eight years, like, <laughs> which uh, thus far has not proven to uh, to have worked in any manner. <laughs> like no one out there looks good, especially good enough to want them around for the next eight years. <laughs> They're at the point where they. 
they have this Argentinian on their team, and they're I think they're asking him, "Can you do what Messi does?" Because they're basically mm. playing him as a, as a uh, center forward, like second striker yeah. position. I'm like, a year ago he was assisting from a deep playmaking position. Yes, yeah. the best player of all time. But you're getting confused on what he's what he's good at. Yeah, what yeah, all their is... players are good at. Uh, and that might be the thing too is like they maybe don't exactly know how they all fit together. So they're trying to like force players into different positions and like you know play a different role now. And it's like uh, you know it, 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 if you're a a teen, you know going through your your football career and training and and making it big like you're more or less focused on like mostly like one position and and, you know the roles that come with that and you know flex around a little bit sure but then to to come into a team and and now be asked to do something maybe completely different or, or just brand new to you like it'll take time um i guess that's why you sign up for eight years you you got time to work with them but I mean, not if they're not not if they're not in the Premier League, which is the trajectory yeah. we're on. Um, yeah. You know, the biggest thing they needed this year was number nine, and I understand the potential in Nick Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, five yellow cards in six games, which is <laughs> you know first player to get suspended from a. I feel like from a forward position like that, why you are you getting try. all these cards? Yeah, yeah. how's that possible? And I think uh, Pochettino got asked that in the. Uh post-match interview he's like yeah he's um you know he's nick jackson on on five yellow suspended like what's going on there and bojatino basically just said like oh he's young he has to learn and it's like okay but like this is also your starting striker dude you got 32 (laughs) games left and things aren't looking good yeah when's he gonna learn i mean that that could just be you know his frustration as with how he's performing, how the team's going, you know, it just, it all kind of bubbles up at some point, and maybe a, a, a little breakaway will be good for him, and I don't know, maybe maybe good for the squad to get someone new up top and try that, but, I mean, their injury list is pretty long, too, so I don't know if they have much of an option up top. <laughs> well, and now they're not starting uh, Chilwell, who I rate as probably one of their best players. Yeah, um, I would agree. I, I do want to say their left back showed up, and I thought he was probably their best defender in that game from what I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought his his marking on Watkins when he was when he eventually scored the goal was close to perfect. I mean, yeah. he blocked a crucial shot, and I think everyone else kind of was lazy to track back and like they there could have easily been people on that goal line um, instead oh, yeah. of kind of ball watching, which I think that's why Call Callwell I think that's how you say his name was so disappointed when he yeah. uh went when they scored that goal and he was like i just went all out for that and no one else showed up so that was probably extremely frustrating but yeah their injury list is crazy they have the same amount as goal same amount of goals scored as everton granted Oof. everton scored three this weekend so you know <laughs> it, it brought them up a little but I, i'm like fast i'm even more fascinated this year with chelsea than we were like the last six months of the season because we were like on them yeah. but now it's just getting it looks like worse and worse well now it's like you you're able to bring in Pochettino which is like you know everyone was, was kind of arguing last year of like if, if they can bring him in then this team will be scary because he can work with them and, and 
and get them firing and stuff. And like, I haven't seen much of a threat anywhere yet. <laughs> and then like on top of that is like, yeah, now you've already spent a billion dollars. So like, you gotta, you gotta not only expect results with that, but almost like demand results with that. Right. Like <laughs> that's just a, a crazy amount of money to spend. And, and I mean, I think the table kind of flatters them at 14th. Like, they should really be lower, but they're getting lucky with with these bottom teams this year. But yeah, they're a, a club in crisis, I'd say. Like, <laughs> it's just like you got your new owners, and they're they're spending the money, but there's just no direction really, other than young and and willing to sign a long contract. <laughs> it's pretty shocking. I I like every game for me is almost a must watch, mm-hmm. and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to continue to do that, too. Who we got next week? <laughs> Brighton. Oh, I'm sorry. That's um, in the cup. Brighton in the cup. Fulham. Well, Fulham in league. Um, so. We'll see. I mean, Fulham hasn't been great either, but I think they're showing up at least a little bit more promise than Chelsea right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the draw against Arsenal was... Fulham's best um, best outing, mm-hmm. and that, that was the second game of the season. Um, yeah. We always say it's like, okay, if Chelsea doesn't win this one, what's going to happen? And the one time we did that, they won, and yeah. then we took a break, and then coming I back. Mean, so, what do you think? Is this if they lose this one? Well, I mean, what change you seeing? See, their issue is that their schedule's not getting any easier. <laughs> no, it gets crazy late, so, like, late these October. are the games you needed to get your points in. Like, you know, I, I'm sure start a season, their their goals were top four, you know, top six at minimum. It's clearly not gone that way, but, like, these are the games you should have been winning to start. And then, yeah, you're, you're going away to Fulham, away to Burnley, away to Arsenal. You got Brentford at home, then you go away to Tottenham. And City at home, <laughs> away to Newcastle, and Brighton at home, then United at home, or away at, at United. Like, they're going into a pretty rough stretch, and unless they can turn some things around, like, I don't know, Pochettino makes it to Christmas at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't know why he would. Yeah, um, like, they, it, it's, it's one thing if. Results aren't coming, but you can kind of like see the vision, see the project, right? And there's just been nothing. There's, there's nothing to to like take away from these games and be like, yeah, well, you know, they're working on it, and like you can see the the movement's getting better, or like they're getting shots off and all that. But it's just a bunch of guys that just don't look very interested anymore. I, I think. Maybe partly because you are on a eight year contract, so you know you can kind of just chill. <laughs> I mean, you look you look week to week at their formations and the squad they've been putting out, and every single one is different. Mm. So there's no no chemistry being built on game days of knowing who's going to be where. I understand there's yeah. there's times when you got to put one player out for another, but everyone is so different. Five in the back, to then three in the back, to four in the back, playing a four four two, trying to get Jackson help with like Sterling off of him. Um, go back to just one forward and having wingers like it's all over the place. Yeah, and and yeah, I know like patience is key, but 
you're really close. I know it's early still, but you're you're in the bottom. You're going to be fighting at the bottom at this point. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is just no performance has really looked great or or dominant. Like I know they got the one <laughs> the, win, the, but the Liverpool draw was probably their best game. It might have been, but like that was already written in stone. Like, yeah, we knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we gotta get we gotta get some Chelsea fan on here. I think we, we gotta, gotta talk hear, to Jordan. Hear from the inside. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta talk to Jordan. I think it'd be worth it. Um, a team that I'm worried about now, mm-hmm. and a team that I thought was going to have a lockdown defense, but due to injury, Brentford. I'm a little worried for them right now. Yeah. Um, no Ben Mee. No Rico Henry. Yeah. Those guys are it's, crucial. It's and, big. And then, uh, and then to lose 3-1. No yeah. Well, yeah. And to lose 3-1 at home against Everton is like <laughs> not a good luck at all. <laughs> no. Everton Everton played with some passion and some heart that day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Decore goal was awesome. Crazy, like, bounce to to go on top of the net like great angle um i think they were a little hungry and maybe because they didn't have ben me and enrico henry they knew that defense was susceptible um Mm -hmm. but now everton you know they're not at the bottom right now they're even with chelsea and so it's like you know they're not going to be down there forever if they keep that type of play up now can they do that every game i don't know who knows um, but it was nice to see them come out with some fire and Brentford. Now I'm like, I don't know, man, they didn't look so good. Yeah. And they're, they're in the bottom. I think this table is just going to be split so fast. I mean, we're already kind of on that pace, but I think it's going to continue yeah. to be this way. Yeah. It, it, it seems like, you know, almost opposite of last season where last season it felt like the table was just so tight for so long Two at the top. And then like what three yeah. through 13 <laughs> felt like so interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, like this season, these these bottom teams just can't get anything going. I mean, especially the newly promoted teams, like it's just not looking good. You know, um, they're not ready. Not ready. I think definitely, and and you know, you'd hate to see Brentford go down after after putting some good performances in over over the what two years now, mm-hmm. maybe the third. Um, of, of time in the Premier League, and I mean, yeah, you're what one win, three draws, two losses. Like you gotta like start of the season. I was like, yeah, they just need to stabilize until they can kind of get Tony back. And and right, this is not doing that. Like I don't know, you're missing key players. I get it, but you gotta figure out some tactical switch then to to just kind of stay afloat because. I mean, you don't you don't want to get down there in the mess of like jumping in and out of relegation battles and stuff. They only have four goal scorers at the moment. Mm. I think that's. I mean, we all kind of knew that would be their struggle anyway, but I feel like yeah. you know we look at other teams. Just for instance, we'll go to Palace. We'll see how many is mm-hmm. on there. Uh, oh wow, Palace is worse. <laughs> <laughs> Palace has three. Uh, okay. so bad example. I was going to choose Newcastle, but after this past well, weekend, kind of at least eight. <laughs> anyway, they need goals, and um, now with their defense yeah. injured, that just makes it even more of a struggle. They're let's see how many goals scored for them. 
They're right in the middle with nine. Um, and Buemo inflated that yeah. a little bit. But I don't know. I worry for their back line. Yep. You need a, you need Pinnick, I guess, to just step up and play that Ben Me role and keep an everyone really organized. Step up. And, yeah. All right. North London Derby. Should we hit it? Yeah, let's hit it. You were so close, Chad. <laughs> you were so close. Who do you want to blame? Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to watch it because, mm-hmm. like, got home late from the concert. I was like, I should get up at 6 a.m. and watch this, but then we were also going to Disneyland that day, so I was like, you know what? I'll wake up when yeah. I wake up. It, it was like halftime by the time I woke up, so I was like, I'll kind of key in then. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I went back and watched... Uh, most of the of the game and and it was just kind of a, a weird one for Arsenal. Um, I mean, already you're missing Martinelli and Trossard, so now you pushed Gabriel Jesus out to the left wing, um, which I feel like is a little bit of a strange move. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather have Gabriel up top and and you know utilize Reese Nelson. Um, you know, he, he might not light the game up, but at least he's more of that natural winger, right? Right. Um, and Eddie Nketiah is like kind of, kind of been on a, a slow, quiet patch. So, you know, those two out there together, I don't know. I, I, I would have made a different choice, but, um, yeah, I thought Arsenal started well. Um, these games are always just so hard. Like, it seems like, team form just completely vanishes between the two and you know it's a toss-up of, of who can kind of stay more composed on the day i guess yeah um i think that's kind of what we saw here is like arsenal were kind of sloppy with a lot of their passing and possession and um you know both goals that tottenham got were, were pretty much from arsenal mistakes um you know that first one i don't know why why david raya punches the ball back into the box just hit it over the bar yeah it's, it's right easy <laughs> like i saw it initially and I, and I thought it bounced off the crossbar and i was like "Ooh, that's rough but then i saw the replay and i was like what are we doing here yeah right it was <laughs> like i you know yeah i thought the same thing it looked unnatural and i was like wait a minute that ball's in play and then yeah um, yeah and then i mean you can, you, they don't clear it beyond that so i mean it's, it's just you know sun made pretty much the split second perfect run to get in between mm-hmm. three defenders and somehow get on that ball and, and redirect it perfectly. So that, that Sun Madison connections it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. They're they're nice. doing well. Um you know they uh, and they quickly kind of just like figured out each other and then filling that uh Harry Kane hole between the two of them I guess. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. It, it it was just such a weird game of like I don't know if Arsenal was just tired from Champions League in the midweek, like this is that first kind of like mm-hmm. midweek to True. to um, Sunday, um, you know, window. So maybe some tired legs from the start there, and um, you know, Declan Rice coming off at half for um, a little back injury was definitely not not in the game plan. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta adapt, and Jorginho's mostly been fine, but. He Dang, just had the dude. brain fart today. <laughs> it's like that happens with him every now and then. Yeah. You know, it's probably been a while since we've seen it, but he probably hasn't had a lot of game time, so that's why it hasn't happened. 
beforehand, but that that was brutal. That was like, <laughs> dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, look, still haven't lost yet. Like the draw was was you know, two points lost for Arsenal. Um Tottenham maybe could say the same, but you know, at, at least having gone down twice, they they brought back to one point. So, mm-hmm. um, I think at the end of the day, that's that's kind of a fair result. Like, as good as Arsenal started, they kind of floundered a little bit and just got sloppy and, and tired, I guess. Um, and Tottenham did well to like keep up the energy and um, you know make it make it a troubling afternoon for arsenal but mm-hmm. i was okay to not watch that one i think looking back like it would have just been frustrating to watch live yeah <laughs> I, I can't imagine uh Kristen did text me when that game was going on mm-hmm. she was like i looked at the score and i was like i couldn't figure out who romero was on arsenal <laughs> and i was just like yep that would be a tottenham player yeah was, uh, and I, that I was unfortunate that own goal yeah i mean the ball looked smashed. like that he hit that ball really well. I think it was probably going wide. Um, so yeah, un- unlucky for Romero. But um, I don't know if you you've noticed, but Sokka's been doing this thing where like he does opposing players like trademark <laughs> celebration. So yeah, he did Madison's. Yeah. Um, he did Rashford's before. Like, I, uh, I don't what's, know, what's Rashford's? He does like the like. Oh yeah, he points the head. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, well, they're all his national teammates. So I mean. Yeah. He probably I mean, has I, a little bit of banter with them. I, that's what I think it is. I, I've seen a lot of comments online of like, oh, well, you shouldn't do that and like oh, rile God. up the opponent. And I was like, yeah, but they're all, you know, friends. Deep down. Even though they're on rival teams and, and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, poking a little fun, having having a little laugh at them as, you know, hopefully your team wins. But, um, you know, it, it would have been sweeter to have those celebrations and get the win. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but at least Arsenal didn't lose because then that would look like just way worse. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, would have been a cocky moment that people would look back on. He probably wouldn't do it ever again. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did I did see after Sun scored his second goal, mm-hmm. the Arsenal crowd in front of him. And it's so funny to see how much like hate gets like or just angry faces uh, yeah. spewed at him because like he's such a he just seems such like such a likable person. And I just saw some ladies like flipping them off. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's so funny to see yeah. the little yeah. kids. You wanker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, those scenes are always great, whether it's you know, know against your team or not. It's just, it's fun to see how like passionate people can get. <laughs> Something they have zero control over. Right, the Holland one, the Holland one's my favorite where he scored in the late. Give him one of those. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the robot. Uh, the robots. Another goal for the robot puts him up to uh, eight. Is that eight on the season? It's eight on the uh, season. Yeah. Um, getting it done against Forest. No real surprise there. Um, yeah. I guess maybe a tiny surprise just because City Squad isn't as dominant as what we've uh, seen them to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Th- I don't want to say they're clicking but they they look like they knew what they were doing from what i was from what i saw it looked like they had a great strategy against forest patient possess Mm -hmm. and then go for the killer shot when it was open and honestly it didn't look like they had to sweat that much um (laughs) 
Matt Turner felt bad for the guy there. His positioning felt a little rough at times. But again, what are you going to yeah. do when a six foot five giant is in the air above you? Like, where do you position? You can yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, as much as Pep wanted to hype up Forrest before the game, <laughs> um, I know we all knew funny. Forrest wasn't going to do anything. Like, <laughs> Forrest have more championships. It's like, well, it's a, yeah, I mean, it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the, the only surprise from this game was, was Rodri getting the red card. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, a big loss. Um, you know, he'll miss the, the Arsenal game, so I'll take that. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure Pep kind of let him have it. And, like, you know, it's playing Forest. Like, you don't need to be going in making any dumb challenges or, or getting any cards, really, right? Like, right. it should be pretty much in control from from the get-go and um seemed like it was and then all of a sudden Rodri just kind of <laughs> i don't know got a little too aggressive <laughs> yeah he let his mind slip adrenaline from champions league that week i guess i yeah I, I don't know um bonehead move but honestly that card could open up the title race even more uh yeah. you know of course there will be players to take that spot. And I don't want to say Rodri is the make or break for City. Um, but pretty crucial when you're going against an Arsenal or, or a top sure. team. So, um, yeah, they'll lose him for three games, right? So we'll see yeah. him without... Uh, the, they play go Wolves, Arsenal, and Brighton. So potentially two huge games mm-hmm. um, that could end in an upset. Which everyone yeah. would be super thankful for. Could you imagine with City with two losses in a row? Holy crap! <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing is like, that's one of those red cards where like every other team probably cheered, <laughs> dude, for sure, everyone. And then it put a lot of pressure on Arsenal and Brighton. Now Wolves, you know, uh, could yeah. you imagine if Wolves even just take a point? It's like, I mean. <sighs> Yeah, crazy scenes. things happen, you know. Scenes. Jose Stahl could pop off again and just have a crazy game, and <laughs> it's kind of due for one. It's been a couple of matches, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that that it wouldn't shock me at all. Um, I feel like you know those lower level teams, they they're scrappy, they'll fight yeah. you, um, a little more motivated to take you out since you are the best. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be special if they even got a draw, but. No, no expectations from me. Um, no, I, I'm looking for Arsenal and Brian to do the the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Uh, so get it know, done. Can kind of yeah shake this off a little bit and uh, just kind of. They just got to find the rhythm again. Like mm-hmm. that, the Champions League match against PSV was was certainly the best they've looked. Yeah, um, for sure. Played. Um, so they can just kind of find that groove again. Um, I think I don't want to say it's it'll be a, a win over City, but at least a competitive game. And um, you know, you just gotta you can't be as sloppy as you were against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. And, you know, City will will definitely capitalize on that. All right, let's jump to uh, let's jump to the Liverpool game here. Um, another three-one. Another three-one. <laughs> we're good at it, Chad. I'm telling you, that's going to be our new. And I'm that's fine with me. And this time yeah. we didn't let them score first, which you know that's kind of been our thing. It's like, you know, call the ambulance, but not for me. Like that's that's us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, they're they're, they're improving. Just you get the goal first. 
Uh-huh. And then at some point, we'll let the other two it, go. It's yeah. false security. It's to yeah. lower their self confidence, whatever you want to call it. But that's our fourth, <laughs> our fourth three-one victory on the year. Uh, third in the EPL. So, hey man, a win's a win. Get it done. Took it against. Uh, at that point, Newcastle or West Ham was number three. So we'll call it against a top three team. Um, gotta say, Jared Bowen's goal was. Probably the highlight of that game. Um, uh-huh. Nunez was a close, I think, second for me. But the way that Bowen got to that ball in the air and headed it back and then still found yeah. a run, um, amazing stamina. Uh, he's, I think, surprised all of us with his start. <laughs> we were kind of Bowen haters. And yeah. now I'm like, hey, man, you know, is Salah's going to bounce in a year or two? I wouldn't mind you coming and play right wing for us. Just, Just Dang saying. Down. Just saying. Um, Yeah, like, I think he's one to keep an eye on, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's, I guess, maybe always kind of performed well in in a West Ham team that wasn't necessarily performing well. Um, And then this year, you know, they started much better and brought in some some key players. And it it seems to have kind of, I guess, maybe freed him up a little bit, right? Like, he's not the only threat out there anymore for for West Ham so he can make those runs and uh you know kind of make the switches on on the field and lose his defender and stuff and uh you know it it's West Ham so on paper I feel like Liverpool should have won already but like how well they've started this year you know it could have went either way I feel like (laughs) on the day no but Leading up to it, I wasn't really sure which way it was going to go. Yeah, I felt pretty good now that Virgil was back, um, mm. well-rested. You know, I think it really makes our point even uh, more clear that last year he was not playing like oh. this because of the World Cup. Like, honestly, it's a nine yeah. day. Um, so I think just having that presence for everyone is just so much. And Robertson, too, man. Robertson's killing it right now. Like... I think there's something about him going to play with his national team where it, it brings out this uh, this just like leadership quality. Um, and because of the World Cup, you know, he wasn't doing that last year. And I, I just think this brought out a new fire with him trying to get into Euros uh, yeah. or uh, World Cup and Euros and qualifying and everything. Like that's just brought out a different beast on that left side. So I don't know, man. I'm really liking our team. I, it's a bummer this yeah. squad isn't in Champions League. Um, but it would not shock me if they go deep in Europa and, you know, who knows with premier league, but I think they're, they're, they are built for that barring injury. Um, you know, we don't have Trent right now. He's still getting his leg back, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. This squad is just clicking. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it might be a little bit of just, they all, you know, got, pulled through the mud last season and just, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't get things to work out, whether it's, you know, injuries or just unlucky on a lot of th- things. Um, so I think maybe, like, that kind of maybe renewed a little bit of focus in, and desire in the team to, like, not have to go through that again. Because I'm sure that's just not fun for players, right? Like, right. especially when you were at, like, the highest of highs and then, you know, a couple seasons la- later, you're you're struggling to get a win and, like, 
I mean, yeah, you still put seven past United, so we'll, we'll uh, comment on that. But, can you, you, know, can you imagine if we played Sheffield on that day? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been dirty. <laughs> um, but those things you say can be totally true about West Ham as well, which I find I, guess, I find that to be kind of funny. I mean, it's such a down year for them where they're in the yeah. relegation, but then they win the Europa Conference. So it's like, yeah. what a crazy mindset that they must have been in. So I, I think it was a game of two teams that... Um, have the same mentality on what they want to try to accomplish this year. And I think for West Ham, it probably is top four. And I think for Liverpool, it's a title, which at this rate, like I think we're, we're going to be right there. Um, I think with Arsenal, with city, um, that fourth team, that's maybe going to pop up there. Brian can keep going. Uh, you know, that wouldn't shock me either. So uh, yeah. get this stat though. Nunez has had a goal on every 100, 141 minutes. Um, a goal or assist on 107. Compare, us, compare this to our other elite strikers we've had in the past. Mo Salah does this at 134 minutes. Fernando Torres, 135. Suarez, 138. Danny Sturridge, 140. Oh, wow. So he's already right there. And he's yeah. you know got one full season under his belt. But uh, I think this rate is going to just get lower. I mean, he's right. He's with the best strikers we've had in the last 20 years. And... I feel like everyone's yeah. in this rush mode to get things out of him. He's like, no, he's already doing it. We just don't see that for whatever reason. I, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a I weird thing with him. A little bit of like just because like player prices have like ballooned and you know they they spent a lot of money on him. I think fans get that expectation that this person's going to come in and just immediately click with the team and you know if it's a striker, score a bunch of goals and mm-hmm. you know cause chaos which darwin causes chaos um caused a lot of just, chaos yeah he just wasn't finding the goals or the assists but like you know now as he's had a year and grown into the team and his connections with sala and um you know um jota or, or diaz on on the left whoever's playing uh it's it's starting to all come together like it, it's looking like that scary liverpool attack again where it's just like they get the ball and everyone's fucking going. Dude, it's, it's like kind of terrified when you see that charge. It's like, have you seen the big green? Yeah. It's like the goal when like the, exactly the, 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 they all turn into ninjas or shit. And uh-huh. it's like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and now, you know, it's kind of unfortunate is Gakpo is now not seeing a ton of time. Yeah. So it's like this rotation of strikers. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be kind of weird what happens and who's Klopp's favorite. Um, iconic picture of him with his hand on Callister's leg. Did you see that one? It's like yeah, father son moment over there. I'm just like, oh my god, this this team is wild, yeah, too wild. Um, yeah. So again, we're we're looking nice. Uh, we have Tottenham next. This let's see, Friday. That, I think it's the Friday game. Next? Um, no, you're Saturday. It's Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, that'll be a good one. Two top teams, fast teams going at it. Madison yeah. might not be there though, so that's kind of a crucial one for Tottenham. If yeah. they don't have Madison, that's going to hurt them quite a bit. Um, I didn't hear if there was any update really. Um, I was just yeah, still being assessed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if Madison doesn't make that trip, then that's a that's a whole different Tottenham side you're going for against. Sure. So, um, I don't know. I, I the biased in me um we'll say that Tottenham will lose 
<laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if if it's a fully fit squad, then uh, I think it could be pretty back and forth. Um, I think Liverpool will still like edge it out a little bit, mm. though. Oh, and Perisic out for the season. Out for the season. Yep. Yeesh. Towards yeah. uh, anterior cruciate in his, in his right knee. So, and with his and age, what? I think he's thirty-five, uh, thirty-four. Yeah. So that's that's that might be it. That's close to career. Yeah, that might be close to career ending, which is a, a big bummer. Great player. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Chad Castle, eight nil. Um, first goal. Take... Well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do, do, do you want to say what you want to say first? Because that's like this no, game already but, started off wrong for me. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I hadn't watched anything before you sent me that that text of like uh, this first goal shouldn't count. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's just paint a picture here. The ball hits the grass, hits the line, bounces up. Do you think it went out? Um, at that point, no. I don't. I don't. Think I don't, it's, it's I don't think out. it did either. Did it hit his hand? Oh, it clearly hit his hand. <laughs> okay. There was no question on that. <laughs> what what world do we live in, Chad, when you can hit a ball against your hand and it doesn't get called for a handball when it's clearly yeah. a, I, I, you know, maybe not a, a purposeful handball, but the, it had influence on that play. Yeah. And, so and much. That's, I think, the key point is, like, we've seen these calls before where it does hit a hand and it, like, kind of leads to a goal, right? And then they call it back for handball. And this didn't directly lead to a goal, but, like, set the ball up so he could make the pass to then get the goal. So I think you have to call that a handball. And and I don't know. I I mean, I guess it it was a goal, so VAR would have checked it. and they were looking at the out out of bounds potentially, but like <laughs> just handball was fine. They just overlooked it, I guess. Well, even the commentary didn't really say much about the hand. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true too. I um, yeah. I mean, now that you mention it, I, I don't remember hearing much. I was like trying to focus on the picture and like <laughs> see if it if it really hit his hand because yeah, there was such little talk that I thought like. It was an angle, a trick of the angles sort of thing. But from from what I could tell, it looked like it bounces up, hits his hand. <laughs> I just, it was, it was just shocking to me that that wasn't made a bigger deal. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like when the it was the first goal of the game, right? If I'm mm-hmm. that can just set you in a mindset where you don't want to, uh, you know, you're already down on yourself. Yeah. And so how do you, I understand you got to fight circumstances and, and come back from that, but it just puts your team into a different spot. I'm just shocked that was not called a handball. That's, it, that was just crazy. I couldn't believe it. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to see, you know, that this play on that, uh, the VAR like mic'd up show, but this is the, I, yeah, right. This is the one we need to see. Yeah. Like, I don't know because there was such a little uh complaint or talk about the handball that like it almost feels like we're just making it up (laughs) oh you know it's funny i'm on i'm on premier league highlights um for their game and they don't show the camera edit goes to right 
after he he hits it down and it like shows that uh sideline replay that's shady what? that shady newcastle <laughs> it's on their it's on newcastle's uh youtube oh come on yeah whoa <laughs> i have to tweet them on that yeah they know what they were doing mm-hmm. that's <laughs> wow but anyway yeah. they, they put a thump um, in I mean, yeah, like, I, I just don't know if you can take too much from this game. Like, No, I take very little. Their goal differential yeah. now is in the positives because of this. and, and Yeah, you know, it, Sheffield's not looked great. Is it, did they look bad enough to put up, you know, give a, give up eight goals? Probably not, but um, ah, yeah, maybe, like, maybe, <laughs> but, you they... know, like. I don't think, you know, tactically you can go and, and look back at this and be like, yeah, like, this tactic just really worked and destroyed them in. But, like, it's just like Sheffield is, is not playing well, right? And, um, that you know, they have a, a handful of injuries themselves, which I don't know if that would have helped anything. But, you know, it's just better team beating up on the on a not so good team right now and um you know credit to newcastle for getting the eight goals that's that's certainly a feat but you know if, if this was eight goals against i don't know man like you man you <laughs> aston villa or something or like yeah. you know even like a, a palace or fulham I'd, I'd say it'd be more impressive than than against Sheffield. <laughs> he did it against a team that didn't win a game this year. And they, man, I don't know when Sheffield's going to get it done, to be honest. Yeah. West Ham, yeah, Fulham, and, and Man U for Sheffield next. Ah, it's going to be that Man U game. That'd be special, wouldn't it? <laughs> man U will just be something. continue to, to crumble, and then Sheffield will come in and just capitalize on yeah, him somehow we get a win the breaking point that <laughs> uh, would be insane um all right other games palace and fulham nil nil nothing too special going on over there uh anything you want to highlight you know honestly i saw it was nil nil and didn't even watch the highlights yeah so. not worth it for me <laughs> um nothing no one got injured though so you got no, nothing altering there mm-hmm. um Luton and the Wolves. Uh, that straight red, yeah, I think that was deserved. Um, yeah. The PK uh, for Luton, man, I thought I saw I was going to nab it. Mm, I thought yeah. I thought that was going to be the one. And, and Morris, I, I don't know much about this Morris guy, but I'm hearing a, a lot of talk in the fantasy um, premiere world where people are asking if they should buy him because he's starting to... Uh, to to get his foot on the ball, he has two goals on the season. I think two mm. in the last two, so I think that's why people are like, "Okay, is this going to be the guy who's scoring?" Um, yeah. So pay attention to that name, Carl- Carlton Morris. Okay. Um, okay. We'll, we'll be I'll we'll be watching for him because um, they're desperate for anything at this point. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Luton is a kind of like growing into the Premier League. Um, I think it'll be too little too late to stay up, but yeah. um, they're looking more comfortable than, than they did in those first few games. Oh, and then uh, Forrest and Burnley. Um, that was from... Oh, I guess this wasn't counted as last week. I was in my wrong wrong section, but the I want to just talk about the red card they got. Um, mm. Burnley, I know this is already a week ago, but... Yeah, let me... The, uh... the Burnley players, it was against the Forrest, uh, the Forrest game on Monday... 
The the Burnley players try to talk to the referee in this game, and I've noticed this in a couple other games, and the ref is just going to his pocket really fast mm-hmm. and pulling a card on him. And when it was, I think it was their captain that they carded extremely quick, and the captain was like, look, I'm just trying to talk to you. Like, I need to be able yeah. to talk to you. And you could tell he was genuinely talking like that to the it wasn't a screaming match it wasn't like in his face he was like i can't even approach you like i need to be able to this is like this is what a captain's supposed to do and yeah. i i know we've seen a lot of cards come out fast in other situations but i'm wondering if if the refs are finally like just fed up with how they've been treated or is this like a new law they're trying to implement being like you can't even like talk to us at this point um uh, maybe a little of both. Like, I know they have been cracking down on like players asking for yellow cards and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, and and you know that's fine. Does it feel you, you know, punishable? I I don't think so. Like that and the, you know a a harsh tackle don't weigh the same in my mind. Like sure. Um, if they continue to do it, then okay, you're being annoying. Like here you go. But. Um, at the very least, the captains need to be able to go over and, and have a conversation. And, you know, if if in that they ask, like, why was this not a yellow card? I don't think that's them asking, like, hey, like, do your job, give a yellow card. It's like they're just trying to understand uh, how you're going to call this game, right? Like, if if that, if, if that uh, first Newcastle goal is, you know, not a handball, then, all right, if the ball's getting close to the end line, guys, just, like, go bump it back in with your hand because we're, we're good to go, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, cause it, that happened too in the, uh, in the Arsenal Tottenham game, Odegaard got a yellow card for who's the captain for, you know, talking to the ref and like, he kind of gestured for like asking for a yellow, but like, again, I think you got to give captain some leeway, some, there gotta be some dialogue and conversation that at least the, you know, ref and captains can have like other players, Okay, if you want to be strict on it, go for it. But like, captain should be the one that can kind of argue with you, right? Like, <laughs> and this is why refs need to be able to do post game shows too, because that question would be asked: Why did you give Odegaard that yellow when he approached you? And he could have the chance to explain. Well, he came up to me and you know said, "Hey, wanker," and then I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I get that, that. That could be the case. Give him like, a card if he did that to you. Understandable, but we don't even know. We'll never know." So it's yeah, like, yeah. in Odegaard, we'll probably never know either. Because um, yeah, yeah. in the moment, I'm sure maybe after the game, they can maybe explain it to them as we see them all kind of interact a lot. Um, mm. I don't know. I just, again, the transparency from, from officiating to fans, it just needs to improve. And, and it's the one sport that's trying, I guess. They're trying to do it, but they're, they get to pick and choose when they do it. It's not like it's not yeah. like a football or a basketball game when we see them go under the booth and, and we get to you know hear the refs talk a little bit or have a uh, the head of directing referees talk to us. It's it's not the same. But hey, the more we complain about it, it seems like the more they're trying. So let's just yeah. keep complaining. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to make you know steps in the right direction. Like um, you know, Women's World Cup after the VAR review, the ref would kind of explain like what happened with the call and, and how it ended up as it did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's definitely a, a step in the right direction. Um, I wouldn't be mad at, like, I don't need the refs to communicate 
over the stadium PA, like like football. Um, but if you know, it, I don't know. Commentators clearly have some level of um, connection, I guess, to, to the conversations because they know when like a VAR check is happening behind the scenes and and all that. So if if the ref could just explain it to VAR, I guess, of like why I'm giving this yellow card, and then VAR can just like. I don't know, post that or, or make a little note of it. And then mm-hmm. commentators can just be like, Oh yeah, Odegaard got a yellow card for calling him a wanker, you know, like um, that could help just kind of clarify a lot of these, these random yellow cards that we're starting to see. <laughs> well, you know, with other sports too, in the way officiating has to talk, not only to the audience or the crowd, they have to talk to the, to the uh, statisticians. Because if a play is happening and they're they're noting it and tracking it, they then have to fix it, change it, alter it yeah, yeah. because of because of this new thing that is now there. And I guess in soccer, you don't really need to do that because there isn't. I don't know. I guess there isn't much to explain. It's pretty simple. They don't have to reset a clock. They don't got to change yeah. change much. Um, so again, it'd be. I feel like it'd be so fast and so easy for them to just look into a camera and be like, "This is what's happening." play yeah. on drop ball whatever it is goal kick and then move on like at least we get something yeah but i guess that's true too like so often you know to be a yellow card and there is the moment in time of you know card is handed out other team runs up grabs the ball places it down kicked it so like there is that window of time to just kind of give us a little blurb of like mm-hmm. why um and then yeah if it's like a, a they take the ball real quick and go like all right you didn't get to explain it but you know that doesn't happen all all the time, so like those are, would be few and far between, and um, yeah, situational. Yeah, yeah. Be flexible, refs. Yeah, come on now. Let us help you. Um, I think the last game we got to talk about is is Brighton and Messi Matoma. Oh, dude, he's so good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so the first goal, I forgot about this game. This is a game I really wanted yeah. to talk about. Uh. Sunday League football, Chad, out there. That looked like me in my first year of uh, El Dorado Rec League. <laughs> hey, you play keeper? Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I know what that word means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Use your hands. Um, that was terrible. I don't know what yeah. went through his mind. I'm sure Jason Steele was saying, Stop like, it. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that or get me out of here. I don't know which one. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't think uh, Verbruggen, I don't think he's playing next game. I just have a weird feeling. It's got a weird feeling in me that Steele is going to be the next starter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's certainly, like, <laughs> one of the more surprising uh, keeper brain lapses. Yeah. Just, yeah, like. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. He just, I, it felt like he just froze. <laughs> like, he didn't. I, I maybe he didn't see the pressure coming or, or he went, felt he, it too hard. He was <laughs> gonna boot the ball and then did a split second like hesitation and then that's when uh I don't know who grabbed the ball from him. Um must have just been their their center mid and then Shalanki just easy chip like right in the back, like yeah, piece of cake. What the hell was that? Yeah. Um The own goal was, you know, a little unfortunate, but then yeah. super sub at half. I, I caught a little bit of the first half, and I was like, Matoma's not playing. I was like, oh, my God. And I saw no injury reports. I was like, what the hell is going on? And then <laughs> 17 seconds into the second half, comes in. Amazing run. Uh, great goal. He 
he's so fun to watch. Damn it, man. Yeah. This Brighton team is like so fun, but now they're going to be at the top again. I got to like kind of root against <laughs> them. It, it sucks. This is a, not a team I want to root against. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Matoma just seems to have kind of picked up from where he was last year, right? Like still just electric and, and can dribble through multiple guys and um, still find an accurate finish and, and, I mean, when when he's on it like that, it's just it's so fun to watch him play and, and so watch fast. like Brighton play with him. Like, yeah, he seems like raise the level of the team too. So that's just, I I want him to stay at Brighton for a long time, but I think people are gonna start knocking here soon. Who do you think's gonna go for him? Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see like a PSG try and come in. Ooh, um, you think he'll no, go? And, out of out of England. I, I mean, I don't know if he'll go, but um, you know, they're they're PSG's losing Mbappe, hmm. pretty much decided. Um, I think PSG's maybe learned a little bit of a lesson and isn't going to go for like the big star names. So like Matoma's a star, well known, but you know, still pretty quiet as far as like you know the top of the top teams. Um, I don't want to see that happen. Uh, I could just see them trying to throw some money at Brighton. And, you know, Brighton seems to be pretty good about, like, you just meet our price. Like, we don't really want to negotiate with you, but, like, meet our price. And For real. Have at it. <laughs> yeah, I look at all the other teams, and I don't really see a spot where I'd really want him to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I could maybe see United taking a swing at him if Rashford is just not what they think is going to be their answer. I could feel I feel like Rashford might not be with Man U forever. It's yeah. kind of just the sense I'm getting. Uh, I don't know where he could go, but I, I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of has that left wing role kind of filled at the moment. Um, I guess Tottenham maybe with Sun leaving, or not leaving, but getting a little older. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's kind of playing more centrally now anyway. Uh-huh. So. He could actually shoot. He could slot in there probably pretty good then. Yeah. Especially with Perisic out, and he's usually going to left wing. Ooh, I don't want him to go to Tottenham. Please don't go to Tottenham. No, that would be a disaster. No, I'd, be, I'd be so upset. Um, but yeah, I, I think Brighton is just going to keep scoring a lot, nice and fast. Ferguson hasn't done much, though. He's kind of cooled off, but uh, you know, he's, he must be having some gravity for, for Matoma to be making those runs. Like, yeah, for sure. Hot like, knife through butter, dude. I mean, it... it still says a lot about the presence that Ferguson is bringing mm-hmm. as what he's 18 19 like he's he's still he's just a baby yeah he, he he shouldn't he shouldn't be getting like shown so much respect on the pitch <laughs> um, but he is because you know if you don't respect him then he's going to put the three goals past you like <laughs> so yeah Brighton seems to be firing on all cylinders although they did lose their Europa League match which I thought was pretty surprising. Yeah, I think everyone was kind of shocked by that one. So, I don't know what happened there. Didn't didn't see it, but um maybe that would be their uh, little wake up call for European games are just a little bit different. Yeah, were they in they played Athens. I don't know if they were at home or not. Um yeah, they were at home. Oh yeah, they were. Um yeah, they gave up a pretty late goal. Um, they, but you know, they dominated the heat map. Yeah, stat-wise, it, it 
beyond possession, like it, it looks mostly fair. Um, no dunk. I think that's that's pretty crucial. Yeah, so they might just have to find that uh, that balance of rotation mm -hmm. with with Europa League. Like first time's hard. Be, yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely the games where yeah you can fully rotate and you know keep James Milner out there because he's still playing. Right, <laughs> right. Got to do it. Just those other games are like you do got to come out a little bit stronger. Ansu Fadi got on the field, which is cool to see him. I'm like uh, curious to see how he does. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see how he he kind of fits into this team and if he can if he can do some of his like Barcelona stuff like he had some like really great plays at Barcelona that you know kind of got passed around the, the soccer world and then kind of went quiet and got injured and... I think this could be like the Odegaard Real Madrid move where it's like oh yeah you guys can have him for a little bit and like mm, we want to keep him <laughs> <laughs> and then they keep him uh, and he just becomes amazing I mean, maybe like he's 20 how old is Odegaard uh, yeah. right now? 24? 20, yeah, 23, 24. So this is like roughly that. the same kind of path? Yeah, so I mean, like, yes, it's Barcelona. Um, so that name just kind of holds, like, a weight. But I think if you're if you're on loan at another team, Brighton was probably at, maybe not on your list necessarily, but, like, when you got word that it was Brighton and you, like, looked into them, you are like, this team looks pretty sick. Like, yeah, you know, they, they're at least like not battling for relegation the whole time. And like, you know, all that stress, they're actually competing. So I think he'll be happy there. I think he had a pretty cringe worthy, uh, like not entrance, but a, uh, his highlight, his, his highlight reel or whatever that they did for him. I'll have to show it to you. It was like, it didn't look too great. It didn't look like he was really <laughs> excited either, but I, I did want to note this. I, I was curious what his contract looked like. And if uh, Brighton had the possibility to buy him, and they do, but there is a one billion dollar release clause. <laughs> oh wow! So call up Chelsea. Um, they got the billion ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, he did sign with Barcelona until uh, 2027, but yeah, the release clause is one billion. So I don't think Brighton will go for that. Um, yeah. That'll take some some effort on on his part to like one billion dollars. What the <laughs> get hell? Out of there. Who else is on one billion dollar uh, release clause? It's got to be like Jude Bellingham. He might be two billion now. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, any of those young like promising players. That's just ridiculous. Like, come on, I I, I want someone to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Uh, Vinny, Vinny Jr. Uh, Rodrigo with Madrid. Oh, wow. Um, Arejo with Barcelona, Ferran Torres, Gavi, Pedri. Do you, yeah. um, do you like release clauses or do you prefer like, like Premier League doesn't really do release clauses, right? Like, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I think if someone wants to really throw down a fat chunk to get a player, like, hmm. okay. But also, it's that player is not going to be that motivated to come to you. I, like, at least I don't. Unless they're yeah. expressing it, like, you need to get me out of here. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why they would want that. So, I, no, not really. But I mean, it is I, a business I, I, too. So, like, yeah. Like, I think I'm okay with the concept, but I feel like there has to be some. Uh, 
I guess like regulation on like what it could be. Like it can't be a billion dollars. Like right. no player's worth it, right? It's, it's stupid. But it, so it should be like you know market value. I don't know times one and a half two. Like because mm. you want you want it to be protected, right? You don't want just okay. Well, he's thirty million, even though you bought him for twenty seven or whatever. Like then mm. we just take him. Like yeah, you want to sold. Yeah, you want you want to get some extra money out of that if, if you're losing a player early. Um, I don't know. It's I mean, it doesn't really affect Arsenal or anything, but uh, a billion is just... Why even put it on there? Just put no release clause. <laughs> I know, like, come on, what's the point? What is the point? This is just going to inflate the market even more, and, and eventually <laughs> yeah. this number will be, you know, uh, two billion. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if this is an older article. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about Jude's, though. I bet it... Oof. I bet it climbs. It's... At least a billion. I mean, at this point, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they probably just made an alteration over these first four games or whatever. It's like, yep, <laughs> that was the old price. <laughs> All right, Chad, let's hit our uh, team goal team. and player of the week. Oh boy! Should we do players since we just kind of, at least the one I think we just kind of talked about. Yeah, um, you know, Matoma's definitely like, I mean, to, especially to come in at a halftime and like be an impact sub and um, immediately. Like, game winner, <laughs> you got the game winner yeah. 17 seconds into the game, or 17 yeah. seconds into his uh, entry. Yeah. yeah, so. I don't know what beats uh, that. I like that. Um, I mean, yeah, otherwise, like, there, there were certainly like some good performances like mm-hmm. um but I just don't think anyone beats that like that he just kind of put the team on his back and like said we're getting the win the, the Ollie Watkins <laughs> goal I think was mm-hmm. a, a, a sign of n- never giving up because he was you know he was getting well defended and, and had to essentially shoot the ball twice in a matter of uh a second um which is really hard to do is stay balanced and, and not you know I guess, you know, a lot of players shoot the ball and if it gets blocked, they don't fight for it again. It's already, like, yeah. shot gone, um, and he stuck with it. But, yeah, Matoma, for me, is, I think, the the quick and easy answer. For sure, yeah. All right, the team. This one's conflicting for me. Oh. Um, you know, by by goal tally, Newcastle should have it, but... <laughs> I don't think eight past the struggling Sheffield side is is necessarily know, worth isn't it. That, isn't that crazy? An eight nil game. You're like, eh. <laughs> look, we got high standards here, okay? <laughs> it's like I don't know. I think they could have done better, and I'm like not even kidding by that. Like I think they maybe could have got nine or even ten. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is cool to have eight separate goal scores in that, right? Like that that's pretty unique. Yeah. Um, that is true. Um, so I, I feel like I'm okay to give them like an honorable mention here, but um, if it if it wasn't Sheffield's or any of the bottom teams, I think I would I definitely would have been more impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I think I think I want to give it to Everton. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. First that's... win of the season against Brentford, a team known for the defense, and it put up three. Yeah. You even text me, or I don't know if you texted Discord me, but it Discord, was like, yeah. yeah, it was like, <laughs> every two? Like, what the hell? And then I was like, what? Like, no way. I thought I read it wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And to go away from home and, and get that result, like, it, it definitely was not expected. It, it, no. Um, you know, especially having watched them play Arsenal last week, they just had like no passion, desire, or fight last week. And this week they came out and, uh, you know, gave Brentford a, a hurting. I'm good with it if you are. Yeah. Yeah. The Toffees can't believe they got team of the week. <laughs> uh, and then the goal. Okay. This one for me. I thought there were a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, kind of already said it. Uh, the Bowen goal was awesome. The Nunez goal, that touch was beautiful. Um, and the Watkins goal, never giving up. Uh, yeah. And then the Decore goal with the the crazy uh, ground shot. And even Foden too. I thought Foden had a sick one. Foden's nice. Um, yeah, um, I, I love those bounce shots. I'd add Bruno in there. Mm, um, forgot about that one. Know. That one was damn. That's a good one too. Yeah, I mean, just to to time that that kick perfectly and, and watch the ball come down and you know get some good power on it still and on target it was certainly impressive. Uh, um, honorable mention. It, it's just a PK, but Salah's PK finally looked like he <laughs> like can hit a ball again. I was getting a little worried. <laughs> But that he one, he, some anger out. that one, fucking smoked. <laughs> Jesus, dude! My God, there's some power behind it. And then he kicked the ball like almost <laughs> into the camera, man. I was like, "What's he going to do?" <laughs> the fans, they're like, ah. like, "Oh, dude, I would have done the same thing." Terrifying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the top ones that. Uh, Shalanki again, easy goal, but he had to put some uh, quick thinking into it. Um, Holland, the robot, just jumped up so high. Not, not, not worthy of it, but this is a tough <laughs> one. Um, yeah, I've seen it before plenty of times. Yeah. I um, think... I, mean, I, I think my favorite was probably Matoma's first, but since we already gave him player, I, I don't want to give him two. Like, he deserves it, but like, let's spread it around. Um, I, yeah, I like Bruno's goal. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be Bruno for me. I mean, I really like the Bowen I, one, though. Yeah, that Bowen one's... I love love the goals that like players kind of set up for, for themselves like mm-hmm. that. And then especially just to like, get down and, and like head it away from your momentum like that. It's like... certainly takes a lot of skill. And uh, But man, I, I think it's just because that delivery to Bruno was from like so far away. <laughs> it's crazy. I did, it, it, watching him kind of wind up to in time when they did the slow motion replay back was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, his celebration thought it could have been a little better. thought it was kind of like sad. I think he's kind of <laughs> sad Bruno right now. Uh, and I don't really blame him for being sad. I just thought like yeah. it, it was just kind of like a, yeah. like, I was like, dude, you scored a world, uh, like a world-class goal there. Like, yeah. Not even a not even a little more than that. So I think that shows the the emotions right now that are going through Man United. Um, and not great. So, but we're judging the goal, not the celebration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like the Bruno goal. I think we'll I yeah. think we'll run with that. I think Bruno takes it. Um, yeah, a handful of good goals this week, but you just don't ever see them like that. So 
and gotta go for it. Deserve it, kid. All right, for fantasy chat, I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> I'm a, my team. This is old Romero is back. Uh huh. Uh huh. My forwards. Um, they did okay. You know, I got the Holland goal. I got the Watkins goal. I got the Sala goal. But my defense now, that's been my strong point. I think, you know, Trippier, everyone's going to get those Trippier points. Yeah. But I think the Romero, Matt Turner, uh, you know, Anderson still got the clean sheet. And I can't remember who my other, but now Tarkowski's coming alive. Yeah, um, yeah gets a goal. I'm, I'm getting, I got a good lead. But I think after we do points, I will, that uh, lead's going to shrink. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Now I feel like is a good time to to make a change because you're still being a little bit more proactive, right? Um, rather than letting out everyone catch up or or pass you, um, you just got to make the right change. <laughs> I think I think Casemiro might get a boot. Just saying, really. I think Casemiro wow. might be up there. Matt Turner's on the chopping block. I think there's other teams getting a lot of clean sheets, and Forrest hasn't gotten. They got one, um, and it was against Chelsea. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about some moves here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, take it from me. If you sub out Darwin Nunez and put <laughs> Diaz in, hmm. Diaz is gonna stop playing. Stop well, see, scoring. <laughs> see, shout outs to Brian. He just subbed out uh, Ollie Watkins, and I was like, that's not a. I, I get that you, you got the goal. Yeah. You finally got the goal. You did. You, you wanted it, one. You couldn't. You couldn't not get one, except for your chance. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then and then and then see what happens. But I don't know. I don't know if I want a different forward. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm just curious what's going to happen after this week. I feel like there's going to mm-hmm. be. I, we'll I, I think I'm, I'm going to be at the top still. Like there's no way anyone's catching me yet. Mm-hmm. But I think two through ten are going to catch me just a little bit. Yeah, I mean it, it. Beyond like you and what, um, kind of like fifteenth place, like two through fourteens, all fairly tight in points. So it's gonna be a lot of movement in there. I think. Um, I think people start to realize they they got to make some subs to separate themselves a little bit. I saw Brian's putting in James Ward Prowse like. I get it. I wish you would have gave me a little more time with Malone, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll do these points and uh, All right. see where, where it moves. All right. Anything else you want to add? I think that's it. All right, y'all. Episode 44, Hoogan's Pitch. We did it again. Chad, go get some sleep, my dude. Yeah. You look a little tired. But we'll be <laughs> back next Sunday. Uh, yeah. Got some big matches this week, and then I uh, can't wait to talk to you about them. So until then, all right, Hooligans out. Peace. Peace.